revolutions in our blood We've got tonight Welcome to the show. What's going on? Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks for being on. Yeah. So, uh, for everybody that doesn't know who Randy Q is, um, I mean, you're you're living under a rock. I mean, the, the famous <laughs> videographer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as you as you like it, Dale's video guy, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, where I want to start this is let's take it back way back. And for everybody that, who doesn't know, uh, Randy was a great bull rider, uh, very talented. And I, we've known each other for a while, but I got an email from Randy, November 29th, 2010. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Randy sends me an email and says uh, he's he's about to bust some, you know, Crack some iron on some Toros in the in the big leagues, and uh, Randy came close to make it to the the Built Ford Tough at the time. But uh, Randy had sent me an email introducing himself, saying, you know, he wanted to be a part of the XD Sports team and uh, to look out for you. And and yeah. I appreciate that when guys do that. And uh, um, you know, obviously, I, I I perked up and paid attention. Like, well, who's this guy right here? <laughs> <laughs> tear on down and, and and that's how i you know you were brought to my attention i mean you made me notice you and yeah. uh uh with social media these days it's a little bit easier to kind of see see some of these up-and-coming guys uh but you know back then that was 2010 that was before yeah. that was myspace days <laughs> yeah myspace and yeah there wasn't too much going on so uh yeah uh, it was harder to see the new talent but yeah thanks for thanks for doing that so yeah um so yeah, let, let's tell everybody where you grew up and uh, and how you got into the the sport. Yeah, so um, I grew up in a town in New Mexico called Los Alamos, and the town was strictly built around the National Laboratory. So they that's where they build like the atomic bombs and stuff. And so I grew up in that town, far from any kind of Western sport or anything you could ever think of. Straight suburban families, just eat at five o'clock, go to bed, wake up, go to work. You know. And um, my dad rode a little bull, some bulls for a little bit uh, when he was younger, but nothing to really strike my interest. And then he took me to a BRO in Albuquerque you know, on my birthday when I was really young. I think I might have been eight or nine. And I just I fell in love with it. I just I, I knew I could do it. And then I begged my dad and finally he let me get on when I was 13. I went out to Tanner and Patrick Trujillo's place and. Abiquiu, New Mexico, and got on my first bull, and the rest is history. I just, I rode for 13 years, and, you know, I I had some of the best experiences of my life. I traveled across the country and met some great friends, and, you know, here I am today. I think a big part of my bull riding career has landed me the opportunities I, I have today, so super thankful for all of that. Oh, for sure. And it's funny how, and obviously in the, I mean, you rode bulls and now you're, you're still in the, in the, uh, in the business or the, the sport 
uh, with with your video and stuff. But uh, it's a small, it's a really small world when you think about it. This whole Western sport, oh, yeah. because you just said you you went and got on your first pull at Patrick Trujillo's house, yeah. who I little bridges rodeoed with <laughs> Patrick. Yeah. Patrick's yeah. great guy. And then we ended up, he went to, he was going to college in New Mexico. I was going to college in big spring and we college rodeoed together as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a very small uh, world for sure. So, yeah. but yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. I wanted the people to know that, you know uh, I mean, you're actually a great, great bull rider. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, and I know it's hard to give it up. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and through your work, you can tell that you still have a passion for, I mean, you know, you have a passion for the sport of bull riding. And, and I, cause I get asked all the time too, like, even with the Vexel brand stuff, like I've had people message me, why do you like bull riding so much? I'm like, Whoa, I mean, it's <laughs> been my, it's been my life, you know, yeah. it, it's uh, uh, for a, a long time and it, it will be till the end. And, and yeah. I can see that in your work too. You can just tell you have that passion. I mean, obviously for the whole culture, but but really, you know, that bull riding, it, it gets with you. It's like, hey, it sticks on you for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. It definitely, when people say it's in your blood, it totally is. I totally believe that, you know. And, it, I mean, it's something that you you absolutely just dedicate your entire life to. And so, like, you do it every single day. And then when it's done, like, it's still going to be a part of you, you know. I'm, it's it's hard to, for it to ever die out. And I, I don't plan on it dying out on my end either. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's cool. Like, it's cool for me to watch you because you, you know, we're road bulls and then you've, you've found a way to keep yourself involved with the sport, the sport that yeah. you're passionate about. And obviously I'm a big advocate for that. And, uh, I love when I see people doing that. Um, uh, yeah. uh, so let's, uh, let's move forward. Obviously you had, you know, 13 year <laughs> career riding bulls. Um, and, uh, you grew up in New Mexico, uh, and you're currently in Texas, right? Yeah, I'm in Stephenville, Texas, right now. And uh, and then uh, let, let's st- let's stay on the bull riding for a second because you were you were good friends with uh, Ty Pazavon. Yeah, I know. Obviously, that was you know y'all y'all traveled together and uh, a big yep. impact in your life, and and uh, uh, you know obviously a, a rough thing to go through with when you know, one of your best friends, uh, moves on to the other side. I mean, yeah. let's, let's talk about Ty for a second. Let's celebrate him and, and yeah. talk about, talk about the, the, the things that, that, that really drew you to him and, and what you enjoyed about Ty Pazbar. Yeah. So the, the first time I ever met Ty was in Odessa and he came down, he just to check out the college and he got on some practice bowls. He was 17 at the time. And, you know, I, I was there kind of, you know, who's this new guy, whatever, you know, and he loaded, he just put his rope on the two baddest ones in the pen and stuck it all over him. I was like, gosh, dang, I need to hang out with this guy. And then, so we just become, I mean, we were roommates. We became like pretty much inseparable. And he was such a a young spirit. Like he is, his passion for the sport kind of lit a fire underneath me that has kind of died out. You know, I just, you know, I, I, I found, I finally found someone that was like really as passionate as I was. And we just went, we just started entering everything. And we, I mean, we went, our, he, I took him to his first PBR in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Then we drove to Florida the next day for an afternoon perf. I mean, we were just getting after it. And, you know, this 
I knew he had it from the very beginning. And so I was going to do whatever I could to help this kid that just is in a whole nother country away from his, I mean, he's a mama's boy. So like it was, it was hard for him to leave. So I just kind of took him under my wing and, you know, we went and he taught me more about being a good person than bull riding. You know, like he, he was such a positive person and he, he spoke highly of so many people and he never had a bad thing to say about anybody. You know, I, and I was the big, I mean, I was, I can raise my hand first. I was a guy that, you know, I like to talk smack and it, it did make me feel better because I had my own little demons I was working with, but Ty never told me anything. He just led by example. And like, I learned from him, you know, and just to treat people the way you wanted to be treated. And that's kind of how I live my life today. Just the way he taught me. Yeah, for and, sure. But you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Go I know that was that was a rough thing for you to go through, obviously when they moved on. But uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, telling stories just like what you just told are are you know allowing his memory to 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 live on, and he'll continue to touch people. You know, as long as you keep that story, those stories going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and like what he's doing now, like he had. I mean, he went through some major concussions in the sport. I mean, and that's part of the sport, you know, and. And I think it got, it did get the best of them in a way. And, you know, I think uh, nowadays a lot of people are recognizing, you know, taking, taking better care of themselves, you know, because this is a cowboy sport. And, you know, you you kind of, you don't show weakness in the sport. And that's, he never really did. But deep down, like he was battling some deep issues, maybe caused by some of his head injuries. But it's just cool to see what the foundation is doing the Ty Posmon foundation and, you know, everyone's kind of coming together in this whole deal. And, you know, he's doing more things now than what he did on earth really, you know, and it's, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of cool to see. And, you know, I, I'm thankful for the time I had to share with him on earth, you know, and I, I, I value that time. So. Yeah. And that's, uh, that people can go, there's a website at typeposbon.com or. Yeah. typeposbon.com And you can check out all the information on there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, let you bring up and yeah, and Ty was great. You know, I, I what I remember about Ty the most is his his smile. You know, his smile was just infectious. Yeah. Uh, so um and but yeah, we gotta keep telling the story and uh uh keep his memory alive. So but you brought up a point, Odessa, Texas. Let's stay there. You're riding bulls <laughs> in Odessa. Yeah. Uh, and your coach there. Mr. Uh, Watkins. Yep. Uh, how was it, how was that relationship and that whole little college experience you had there? Oh, it was it was one of the best decisions I made. I mean, I I reflect on some of the things I the some of the decisions I made in the past, and going to Odessa to ride for Jim was just hands down one of the greatest things. It, it built me as a as a as a really good man in the arena and outside the arena, you know, and and. Coach Watkins always focused on our education more than our, more than our riding. You know, he would, he really, he knew he really cared about us. It wasn't about the points for the rodeos. It wasn't about, you know, how, how many bulls you're riding is, it was what kind of education you guys are going to get and how you treat other people. And, you know, and I, I was a little rebellion in college and sometimes I would skip class and he would always be on me because he, I think he just knew something you know, I was just that kind of guy, but 
he he was such a good man and you know I he'll go down in history as one of the greatest you know coaches and mentors in in history in the sport I think you know and oh, for uh, sure you know and yeah that's yeah speaking of small back to small you know it's a small world that went uh, and I'm quite a bit older than you when I was going to school in Big Spring uh Coach Watkins was the coach at Odessa. Yeah. Uh, so he was there, is there for a while. I mean, and they, a lot of big names have, have run through that that college uh, from Ty Murray to Jerome Davis to the Creel brothers. To, yeah, uh, there's been a bunch of yeah. uh, big name rodeo people that have have gone through there and he's and he's touched every one of them, their lives in a, in a certain way. So. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I had him on his last two years. He retired my my second year of college. He retired. So. Cool. Cool. So bull riding to uh, to uh, video guy. to cameraman and <laughs> Cam- I, yeah, cameraman. However you want to. Phrase it. Yeah. Uh, so how did how does that transition, you know, happen? You know, were you uh, obviously, I I know the d- details, but let's let's tell the story. Uh, you know, from from riding bulls to uh, to putting putting some video down and and editing that. Did, have you always had a? And I know the answer, but I wanted to know how you feel. Have you always had this creative spirit, like you love creating things and yeah, uh, out there? Always, yeah. I've always had just these crazy ideas all all the time i just have such a huge vision for so many things and it's just i was tired of just having all of them and i was like man let's just let's just start creating it in a way that i can see i can show people my perspective of things you know and and video was that thing i took a little class in high school but nothing really serious and i i mean i always had a camcorder at rodeos just messing around but when i got to college you know, I had a little editing program and I just started putting my rides and just trying to get, just putting music. Cause that, you know, you didn't really ever see that in this sport, you know? And, uh, you know, I grew up in the snowboarding and skateboarding kind of world. You know, I, I snowboarded my whole life and skated until I was 18 and there's videos. I mean, thousands of videos you can watch. And I was like, man, why isn't there anything for bull riding? And so yeah. I just, I just wanted to, figure it out you know and i was always intimidated because i was like man it's gonna take a fortune to to make these videos and you know i want a clean crisp image but you know i just kind of went after it for a while and then it kind of just progressed throughout the years and i'm gonna call you out just because you probably won't want to take credit but you were a big part of really jumping me to a, a whole nother step of this whole industry um, for the guys listening, Sean actually bought me my first really cool camera that, um, made a really good image, you know, and had that cool slow-mo and he, I had enough money to buy a drone and, you know, it, and if it wasn't for you, like who knows where I would have been, you know, I would have probably well, just given up. Well, you know, you don't have to say that. That's not why I did it. I did it because yeah. I, I believed in, you know, yeah. I, I knew I, I could see that creative spirit in you. And obviously I've been there, you know, I'm a big advocate yeah. on following your dreams, following your passion. And, um, you know, if I can help somebody, you know, get a step closer to that, I, I'll do it all day long, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, 
yeah, you've paid me back. You did, you did me videos and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that, that that was just a huge step for me, you know, and like it gave me it gave me a whole another amp, uh, like bag of confidence to just keep pressing forward because it is tough, you know, like you because it's still tough for me now, you know. There's so many things I want to learn, but it's like I just I got to enjoy the process and respect the process and then just keep moving, you know, because yeah, it's it's a big. There's a lot to it then. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, let's, let's talk, go back to the, the camcorders and stuff. Yeah. Um, did you ever, because when I was in college, you know, you know, the college scene, you sit around the dorm when you're on scholarship, you have to sit around the, you have to stay in the dorm, <laughs> which we did. And yeah. you hang around the dorm, you know, go ride some practice bulls and go to classes, you know, try to go to classes at least. But um, there is a video circulating when I was in college of, of all these rides and it, and it had um uh bad company music uh, and i know i'm dating myself here but yeah. <laughs> all, all this bad company acdc uh, uh uh led zeppelin yeah. all this music laid over top of these these bull rides yeah uh and, and we watched that thing i mean just non-stop have have you seen that vid- video Oh yeah, yeah. So that that sparks like such a fire underneath me. Just what, just thinking about that because, um, yeah, it was some of the George Paul tapes that Lee Reamer actually videoed back in the day, and it was just of all the greats. And it was kind of like they were way ahead of their time back then, you know, from what oh, yeah. even what they're doing nowadays. You know, it was just, you know, you got that one video of Tough and David Fournier and all those guys flying in on a jet in Del Rio, like. And then it just comes out with some sweet ACDC or something, you know, like it's, yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, that was, that was some big inspiration for me to, to do what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. That's And I always think back to that. And and then, uh, I mean, that used to fire us up back then. Yeah. Uh, that's why we watched it over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's funny how that some, I, and I, to this day, like I, I know what you're talking about, but you know there's there's a couple tapes going around, and that like that tape that we had had you know it had Cheyenne on it, it had all kinds of these, and I to this day I still don't know who put that together, um, but thank you to whoever did it yeah. <laughs> because it it fired us up, you know, to go ride bulls, and yep. then it you know I, th- I think it just was yeah that was the beginning of 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 you know, all these, all these things that, you know, you see, there's so much now, you know, kids these days are, um, you know, posting a bull ride on social and, and got music to it. You know, it's just a natural thing now. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, they don't understand like back in my day that, <laughs> that kind of stuff didn't go, we had a VHS tape. That, yeah. You know, I, and that's what blows my mind. It's like, how did whoever did this, how'd they even do it? I don't even yeah, know. I, I take my hat off to that because that is a lot of hard work. Like for sure. Cutting actual film strips and cut, splicing them together. That's, yeah, crazy. I know that's crazy. So that's yeah. Let's go. You, you know, you start uh, uh, the transition. Were you were you doing? Uh, I mean, what's the first video that you uh, that you can look back on that you edited that you're like, okay, that that's that's where it started for me. 
I mean, I know it started before yeah. that, but you're, you 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 threw it down, and I know you well enough to know that you're not it's you're not ever satisfied, which is a great thing. Yeah. Uh, but w- which video that you, you walked away from, and you went, yeah, I think I I think I could do this. I think I've got this down. It, it definitely has to be one of the monster videos that I made, and I know that was kind of. I mean, it is a little bit recent, um, mm-hmm. like maybe last two or three years or whatever, but. It was something that was way out of my comfort zone. Like I didn't have any faith in myself. Like I was, but I, I had enough to just jump in there and, and commit to it. But I, I kind of was just felt like I was walking in there blind. Like, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And then like certain people just pushed me to, you know, just keep doing it, you know? And then I had some re-edits and I just, you know, I, and it just like, it frustrated me, then it, then it made me better, then I would look at the final product, and I was like, whoa, okay, that is what I've been wanting to do for so long. And it was kind of this confirmation to me, like, it's okay to get uncomfortable when you just stay focused and just keep pressing forward, you know, and like, it was such a huge challenge for me, because it was, I was so used to just kind of just slopping stuff together with music and making it kind of look good, but this one was kind of had some kind of structure behind it and it was just kind of mind-blowing myself but uh you know it worked out and you know i just kept on pressing forward and but i'd have to say it was probably the iron cowboy in dallas like it was just it really set kind of yeah that that was a great video and i haven't i haven't checked lately on how many views that thing has on the monster youtube page but uh it had a had a bunch last time i looked yeah it was over a million last time i checked so yeah, so that's yeah. got to be pretty cool. That you, I mean, something you created, put together over a million. It's been viewed over a million times. Yeah. I mean, that that's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, uh, really, and yeah, and I, I I I saw it way before the monster stuff, obviously. So, yeah. um, but I know how. Um, yeah, you're pretty hard on yourself, but yeah. that can be that can be a good thing. I think that's what keeps driving you and pushing you. Yeah. Uh, to the next level. Now let's talk about, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously you got in with Dale Brisby, you're doing video for him and edits, and you've done some cool stuff with him too, you know, uh, some films. Obviously Dale is Dale <clears throat> and uh, funny guy. <laughs> and uh, uh, But some of the stuff you've done, like I haven't watched, has that Super Puncher deal come out yet? Did you um, do that? I just, yeah, I just, I edited it. Uh, I just finished it last night, actually. I worked on it for 17 hours and 43 minutes. <laughs> there you go, people. You want to be a video editor? That's yeah. what you have to do. And, you know, it was, it's, it's going to be a really cool little video. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of some things that we do out there just really spur the moment. And so I really can't plan for things. So it's, it's super hard to kind of piece things together and kind of make them flow. Um, what ideally I'd really like to set up shots and like shoot them. But with Dale, it's kind of like, you should just run and gun. So that's the yeah. kind of style that we do. And it's, you know, I'm okay with it for now. Cause it, but like my, my real passion, I really want to get things. I, I want to tell a really cool, clean story, you know, that, that uh-huh. everything looks good, but, but I'm super thankful for my opportunity with Dale. You know, we've been, it's taken me to places that, you know, just like Cheyenne and Pinocchio, the, filming at some of the greatest rodeos out there. You know, that's pretty cool. And um, I I appreciate every step of that, you know, and it's it's been yeah. fun. Yeah, for sure. 
but let's talk about the beginning of Dale. Uh, most people don't know. Randy's a funny guy. He may not admit it, but he's funny. Uh, some of his alter ego stuff. And remember when you and I were talking about, hey, you need yeah. to do an alter ego. Yeah. I think we can blow it up. And this was right. This was before Dale Brisbane. This, yeah, it was before. Jerry DeGraw. Before Dale. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were trying to do, we were already thinking about this. Yeah. And then DJ had his, who's DJ's? Uh, Robert Wells. Yeah. Robert Wells. Uh, <laughs> you know, then y'all, I remember seeing that video y'all did when y'all first discovered Dale Brisby out there. Yeah. And uh, so I think there's so many people that don't know about that, that, right. uh, you know, that they don't know where that all this really started. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's kind of, funny for, to me to see you know i can know the back scenes on that whole deal where you, yeah. you you and i were talking about you doing an alter ego yeah of course that's really not you you know you're funny but i think you just like i can't do that i can't yeah. play that alter ego role that yeah I'm not, I'm not that committed uh yeah. which i don't blame i don't blame you but uh and then dj was doing his and then y'all called out dale brisby and then yeah. fast forward and you're basically helping Dale be yeah. Dale. And without you and what you've done for him, he's not as big as he is, in my yeah. opinion. So well, it's funny how you are grossing on him. Uh, and then next thing you know, you've become yeah. good friends with Dale. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, funny. Talk, how talk about an awkward uh, first, because I met, I first met him. He invited me to his house and I go in there and I, this was like three weeks after I just made this video calling him out and he he was actually heard about that video like he did not like the robert wells videos and i was like man they're just a joke come on like it's just for fun but yeah and then we just kind of kicked it off and started filming and you know we i've probably made over a thousand videos for him i mean like oh that's crazy i mean we and, and, but it, go ahead yeah we just i just i mean sometimes i'll edit about five to six videos a week for him i mean he's got videos stored and his hard drives, like, I mean, it's nuts how many, like, he just wants content, 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 you know? Yeah. So. That's crazy. But that's crazy how you were already doing alter ego videos before yeah. Dale he, he was even around. Yeah. Nobody knew him. Uh, yeah. So really, the, the, the really, when people see you, you just, they should say, oh, Dale's your alter ego guy that you yeah. shoot. Yeah. Yeah, that I know. Be, yeah. Like, everywhere I go, I'll be in a cafe and they'll be like, "Where's Dale? Hey, that's Dale's cameraman." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can't go anywhere." <laughs> uh, that's funny, funny, funny. So what? Like, you kind of touched on it a little bit about kind of your plans and your goals for the future. Um, you know, obviously you're you're doing the Dale stuff, and and what are the things you've done? Monster videos. You know, I, I know, I think, what, American Hat? Yeah, I've done some uh, American Hat. The, and... the Dallas Market. You've yep. done some stuff with them. Uh, I mean, you, you've done stuff with, what, Huey? You've done stuff with Bullfighters Only. You've done stuff with, I mean, I can, you've, you've worked with a lot of brands. Yeah. That's in a it. short amount of time. Yeah, and that's that's where it all goes back to, I think, um, you know, bull riding, just building those relationships while I was riding bulls, like, I just built a bunch of relationships that led me into saying, Hey, now I video, would you guys want an opportunity for me to help represent your brand? And you know, that helps, you know, they already know me, they trust me. And, um, uh, so thank you to the bull riding world. Cause I don't, it's hard. I, I see some of my friends that are in this industry that are filming and like, they don't, 
it's 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 a little tougher for them to land some some jobs because it it is all who you really know really you know oh yeah and but yeah it's been good i, I but i really want to start doing short films and maybe some really good documentaries i have some really cool ideas for some documentaries but uh it's just a matter of i can't do it alone you know i want a team together and uh to really do its justice so yeah but cool yeah well i know i I know what i really respect about you is your your eagerness to learn um and i think that's why you've excelled so fast is you you're not afraid to say i don't know how to do this right but i'm gonna I'm going to learn how to do it. You know, obviously with, uh, you know, my brother works for Yeti and he's told me like you, you, you would, you know, love to be involved with some of those shoots just to learn, Yeah. you know, and that, that tells me a lot right there that, uh, uh, you know, that's somebody that's going to go far because, um, you know, I've always said that you you can't, you can't be afraid to learn, you know, uh, the people that think they know it all, um, um, never end up knowing very much no. in my opinion so uh keep doing that because you know what guess what i'm quite a bit older than you guess what you never quit learning right you know i learn every day and i think when you if you go into each day with that mindset like look there's a lot of stuff i don't know what am i going to learn today uh, and then that's that's the way you progress and i've seen i've seen it firsthand with you yeah. so uh, I appreciate that. well well cool we're probably gonna cut it uh cut it short right now but uh what's your uh people can find you at your your film company is another perfect day films correct yes another perfect day films i i got a website i hardly updated i need to get better at that but um i need to get better at posting more really i mean but uh, i got an instagram it's just randy Cortieri and uh mostly my website another perfect day films.com so so if somebody if somebody listening right now and they and they have affiliation with a brand and they're thinking they want to utilize your talents for uh, videos in the future, you know, you just reach out to you on Instagram or uh, yeah, e- either Instagram or my my website. I get a lot of emails off of my website, so it seems to be working pretty good. But uh, yeah, just email me and I usually get back either Monday morning or the next the, the following day and we get started planning. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, I, th- I appreciate you tuning into the show. This is your hey, you're my third guest ever. So nice. top top three. Reese Cates was uh, the first one, and uh, I get tons of compliments on that that podcast, and just say how pe- people loved it. And then I've had Chuck Swisher on, and now you're the third. And I know it's just everybody's busy. You know, I'm busy for one, and I know you know people that I try to have on are busy. So it's I don't do this quite as much as I should, but. Uh, Maybe that's what makes it so special. You know, I don't yeah. do it that often. So right. I pre- appreciate you joining me. And, and uh, everybody, go follow Randy Q. And if you, if you don't know about his stuff, go go watch his videos. They're, they are sweet. The, the editing is, is awesome. So I uh, appreciate you, Randy. And uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, John. Right, we'll in our blood.